0: Alright, uh, welcome to the Troy Steven Sanders Show. I am Troy Steven Sanders and I'd like to welcome Andrew Semichek, the man behind We the Nerdy. He has one of the best video gaming websites, one of the best streamers out there today. He happens to be the world's number one biggest fan of Ghostbusters. You've probably seen him on CNN. I'd like to start off by asking a question that's been on everybody's mind How is Elvis and have you seen him lately?
1: Well, that is a good question to ask with, but unfortunately Elvis is is, uh, is doing fine in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> or the, uh, the New Jersey Parallelogram, for those who know that reference. A real Ghostbusters reference from the animated series.
0: You know, I didn't even pick that one up. I'm not the one who's been on yeah. CNN for this stuff, bro.
1: Well, I, I know, I know.
0: Anyway, so seriously, let's get on with a little bit of celebration of Ghostbusters. I remember watching your your stream the other night, you were talking about it. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about how much Ghostbusters means to you?
1: So Ghostbusters to me, I mean that was kind of the franchise that, as a kid growing up, I became most attached to. It started with the animated series, watching that, just becoming completely enamored with the the world and the lore it, about it. And then, ironically enough, my, I remember my mom and my uncle we were at I think it was like a, like a uh, you know, like a wholesale store, kinda like a Costco or a BJ's right now. I don't even remember if it was that back then, but they gave me a VHS tape saying, Oh look, it's a it's a movie called Ghostbusters that looks like the the same people that you watch. So I ended up watching a movie. You know, I I I ran that VHS tape into the ground because, you know, I <laughs> painfully enamored with that and just kind of watching that and, you know, I, my first movie experience in theaters was Ghostbusters 2, you know, so for me, Ghostbusters has been my life, like, you know, there's so many times, I use so many of the quotes from movies uh, in my, my everyday life, you know, I know both both the, the first and second movie, unfortunately not as much as the 2016 reboot, back of my hand you know i can i can recite lines out of it i can i i know the pacing of it you know i've, I've seen those movies more times than i can tell you know i am currently sitting in my my little like nerd cave with my neutron wand at the ready you know so like for me you know ghostbusters has been you know one of the the, the foundational pillars of of who i am to this day
0: i, I gotta i gotta tell, tell talk about your nerd cave real quick people you've got to see his stream when you see his stream, you'll see exactly what he's talking about. It's absolutely incredible. This guy's nerd cave. Just no, had to get you in there, man. I We're doing a work in progress
1: and redoing some of it too. So you, you kind of see it as it kind of gets rebuilt from the from the ground up. But but yeah, that's to me, Ghostbusters means you know it, it always kind of identified with me too, and kind of just teamwork and showing that you know not everything is a one person thing, and kind of always believe in yourself because. As silly as that is for a movie like that, you, you could see that in that movie they had to trust in themselves and believe that, you know, they, want, they didn't want to be part of the system that was out there as it was. They wanted to invest in themselves. And then by doing so, they ended up becoming a a, a franchise at that point and becoming a thing. And that was kind of always always kind of spoke to me as more of an entrepreneurial st- style
0: uh, mindset. Now, I've got a, I've got a question for you. Have you ever had a chance or did you ever need to use this quote? anytime in your life
1: let's get ready switch me on
0: at all in your life have you had to use any part of that quote i've had used to
1: switch me on a couple of times uh <laughs> I, I have a prop proton pack that i use and, and like there'll be times where I'll, I'll be out with like i was at like uh, Halloween parties and people are like oh is it real i'm like i don't know switch me on and then <laughs> they'll look at you like wait what am i doing listen you ask the question I'm, I'm just giving you the answer
0: I remember you and I were talking one time. I was I was trying to figure out what Ghostbuster you would be. Which Ghostbuster would you be, and why would you be that Ghostbuster? Oh, it's, def- it's definitely Ray Stans. I, I identify most with him, more for his childish enthusiasm, as well as his his desire
1: to kind of always keep a positive mindset. You know, I, I've always tried to keep that, that that mentality in a lot of ways. And just his, his constant desire to explore new things and kind of see what else in the world is out there. You know, Dengman is kind of like the the weird, you know, I, I think a I lot people like that about Thankman because of his personality, being a Bill Murray type person, but I never really identified with him as much, at least not so much in, in the movies, More, maybe more so in the in the, in the animated series. But, yeah, definitely raised hands for me,
0: Barnon. I got you. I got you. And I, I have to say, you do have his hair.
1: I, I appreciate that. I try, I try.
0: You and Ray. You and Ray b- both have that full head of hair, man. It is luscious. Dan Aykroyd. Have you delved into him at all through your Ghostbusters life? And uh, I have. Uh, I, I know that a lot of, of Ghostbusters is based on his his
1: childhood with with paranormal and how his parents you were know, like like pseudo paranormal investigators and, and his deals with like extraterrestrials and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely, He's, he and his father wrote a book over the last couple of years. I, I highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, he was also the host of a of a paranormal weekly drama they used to run in the nineties. I Can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but he'd be like the one that would book in this show. Where like, and that's what actually got me into the series. I was like, oh shit, Ray stands is 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 hosting this show. I would like to know more about it. So then I started watching that, and I started liking the show. I can't remember the name of it, but it was, like, this show I used to watch on CBS on, like, Sunday nights at 12 o'clock, or, like, maybe Saturday nights at like, 12 o'clock at night. Dude, that's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, but, like that was just a thing where I kind of expanding my lore, and, like, and, and the funny thing was that I, even as a, I guess it was not necessarily in my teens, but it was, like, maybe in my, when I was, like, 10 or 12 when uh cast of the movie came out. And I was, I, I rolled my eyes, you know, for that movie. The only good thing about that movie to me was the fact that Ray Sands does make an appearance at the beginning of that movie in full gear saying, you know, who are you going to call somebody else and runs away? <laughs> Which, you know, upset me because I was like, listen, Ray Sands would not run away from a situation like that. Even if it was full ghost, he'd be, he'd be more like, listen, I'll get the guys or Else. but you know, I I get the context of that of that uh, that exchange. But you know, that that to me was like the one redeeming quality of that movie, at least from my aspect.
0: All right, the, the show though, the show that you were you, that you were talking about, that one was he as Ray or was he as Dan Aykroyd in that show? He,
1: he was as Dan Aykroyd. So he was okay, always, all he right. Really Start out because like he he sat like in front of his desk and he was just kind of like in like a black suit the entire time. He was, like you know he would always talk about like. It wasn't necessarily just about ghosts, it was about uh, extraterrestrials, and just paranormal stuff in general, not just the, the the ghost element of that.
0: If you find out the name of that show, man, I want to know, because I want to check it out, because Ackroyd really knows his stuff.
1: Yeah, let me see if I can find it real quick while we're talking.
0: Of all the quotes in that movie, which quote would you consider to be your favorite?
1: It's the silliest one, but it's the, it's, it's the where do these stairs go? They go up.
0: Oh my god, that's my second best, yes. For, for me, it's just so nonsensical because you, just, you <laughs> see the stairs, like, you just see where, you know, there, there are places that go
1: up, like, and then, like, Baker just looks at him and goes, they go up. He goes, and like, and, talk- at, like, and he just looks at him like, what, why would you even ask that? Why, why is this question even coming out of your mouth? <laughs> yeah.
0: Mine would be Ernie Hudson when he's going to get, get interviewed. And oh, yeah. And he goes, the-
1: like, if there's a paycheck involved in it, I'll believe anything
0: If there's a paycheck involved in it, I'll believe anything. That that one, every time he says that and the look on his face, that just cracks me up, man. I love the fact too
1: that like when when they are getting ready to cross the streams and he says it's this thing isn't worth thirteen five a year. Or eleven <laughs> or no, eleven five a year. And I, like as a kid you're like, Wait, what does that mean? Like eleven five and you grow up and you're like, He was only making less than eleven he was making not even twelve thousand dollars a year. Holy shit.
0: Even back then that was little. Yeah. Where do you think
1: oh, I found the show by the way, it's called Sci Factor, Chronicles of the Paranormal. I had 88 episodes.
0: 88 episodes? Yeah. Where do you think uh, Afterlife is going to be going? Okay, yeah, so as of right now, we're less than 24 hours away from me seeing it. You know, people have already seen it today. Well, no, I think people are seeing it tonight. Tonight, it's, midnight. midnight launch. Yep. But, you know, for me, my, my excitement is more for, I know that we're going to get a franchise out of this. At least I'm hoping for it
1: because I think this is going to be the the springboard of the next generation of Ghostbusters. This, this is basically what I've been equating to it as is is it's the it's the Force Awakens of Ghostbusters, where you're bringing you you're bringing that old cast in for the the nostalgia feeling while also establishing a new crew to kind of take the franchise over with. And for me, you know, I'm okay with that. I, I, you know. I saw this on my way a couple days ago, where it, you know, because she always looks and she's like, "Well, you know, you've all, you always something about Ghostbusters, like this is, you know, like with the video game, like this is, you know, the most important thing for you." And I'm like, "Yeah, but, but for me, the Ghostbusters reboot was was something special to me because it was a continuing, a, a, a franchise that I've, I, you know, I have a constant connection with. But you know, not, it was seeing something new about it, it's seeing something new as an adult was exciting. But like to me, this is something where. You know, for 31 years, I've been waiting for this movie since Ghostbusters 2 has come out. You know, I've, I've read the the Ghostbusters and Hell scripts. I've read all these theories, all these rumors and stuff like that about about this movie being made. To kind of see it coming to fruition in a way that adheres to the past but also brings it out its own flavor, I think you said to me for me at least, is exciting because it, it feels very much more towards the core of the of the original movies, but at the same time, it's also establishing its own canon and its own foundation for what, what's going to come next.
0: Since you're less than 24 hours, I think you're less than 24 hours, right? Away.
1: or like, it like It's like 29 hours at this
0: point. All right, since you're 29 hours away from it, are you starting to get chills?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about this morning. Like I'm, I'm at that <laughs> point now where I'm just, you know, I'm trying not to be, you know, I'm not trying to... I'm trying to keep my excitement in check because I don't like, I'm at that point now where I'm trying not to be too excited because I don't want to waste that excitement up going up into the movie. So I'm trying to just keep my head on and be like, okay, let's just calm, you know, keep it calm. Andrew. Yes.
0: Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Right on. What are you doing now? What kind of things you got in your, uh, that you're working on?
1: So writing for Weathernery right now is is the predominant thing. Um, yeah, I had a couple reviews out this week for certain items. If you catch this week, I did a review for the cool, a Cooler Master mouse, uh, the newest Doctor Who game that came out, and tomorrow is my review for the Demon Slayer game that just came, that just uh, launched a couple weeks ago on PlayStation, and Xbox. Uh, other than that, I'm streaming most. I'm streaming most weekends. You know, usually around like ten o'clock Eastern Time a few hours we have some fun we talk you know we kind of hang out we we discuss everything like this is where a part of the discussion came if we were talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife while I was streaming kind of just my excitement level for it and talking to people on the stream about you know what my theories are and kind of where a lot where I think the, the franchise is going to go
0: awesome awesome people check him out online I'll share a bunch of links whatever he wants me to share I'll share it in the notes Andrew seriously I thank you very much for this for your time for your uh, knowledge on Ghostbusters. It's been a great time. Thank you.
1: Oh, no problem at all. I appreciate it.